All right, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show podcast. <laughs> Happy Groundhog Day, everyone. Happy Groundhog Day. It is, we are recording February 1st, but these air on Fridays. So it's February 2nd for most of you tuning in to the Texas Hemp Show podcast. And uh, welcome back to the, uh, the show. We took a month off of the show. And uh, hi, Rachel. How are you, by the way? Hello. I'm great. Everybody back from the holidays. It feels so good to be back, honestly. Yeah. It's... In the studio. Congratulations to Carl because and his family had a, a, a baby girl. So that was really cool. Congratulations to Carl. <laughs> Woo. Good yeah. job, Carl. Way to go. Carl knocked that one out of the park. Brand, <laughs> brand new baby girl. You're uh, girl dad now, yep. not just a boy dad. Welcome to the club. They'll drive you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, she'll be a teenager someday. <laughs> and then drive you really nuts. Uh, all right, let's jump to our show here as we... Uh, Groundhog's Day tomorrow. And so if you're listening to the show this week, you you know it's it's Groundhog Day. What is, is it going to be spring? Is it going to be warmer? We'll see. I don't know. I think it if better it's, be. What is it? If he sees the shadow, it's... More winter? M- more maybe? winter? I don't know. I forget. Maybe one of our <laughs> guests can tell us uh, on that. I'm not sure. But joining us on the program this week are two players, uh, one in Texas, one outside the state. We met both of our guests this week, Carl and, and I. And, and Rachel, you've even hung out with Angela uh, if you, over at the Texas Hemp Summit. Uh, Angela Held is pu- putting together the Reggae Under the Stars event she's done this a few years ago and she's going to be doing it again this spring and we're going to talk to angela here in a few minutes about uh the event and what she's got planned it's kind of a reggae event she was there hanging out with us uh smoking and enjoying all the reggae music over there with greg and tracy uh, and it came by our booth at the uh, texas hemp uh, harvest festival there at um, uh, downtown austin so we got to hang out with angela and then our second guest in the second part of the segment of the show uh, is going to be uh, carrie hinkle from the u.s hemp roundtable and carrie came by and said hi to carl and i at the booth at the second annual texas hemp summit uh, there at college station so i uh, promised both of them a slot to come on and, and tell us a little bit about what they've got cooking uh, for this uh brand spanking new year our first show of 2024 so um, let's bring in the guest and say hi to both of them, and then we'll go and learn a little bit about what Angela's got doing. But hi, guys. I wanted to let you uh, both chime in and just welcome you both to the Texas Hemp Show. This is episode 155, so thank you both for coming in this week and saying hi. Yeah, excited to be here. Oh, very cool, very cool. We'll, we'll see if we remember how to do this thing, Rachel. We've only done 154 <laughs> of them before this, so I'm sure we'll get through it. Tell us about your event and uh, and where you're at with the – with everything, because it's it's no easy task putting a, a, a no. big event together, is it, Angela? <laughs> no, it's not at all. Um, so Reggae Under the Stars, it's a, a four-day event. Music will kick off Thursday afternoon around or evening around 6. You can come in during the day to get yourself set up. And music stops about Sunday morning. Um, I do a big family breakfast. Um, we have about 15-plus bands that are going to be there um, some will be camping, some will come for the day. Um, we have day passes, we have camping, glamping, all of different things. Um, you can get your tickets on the website. Uh, I also have some pictures from this previous past year. Um, 
We will have a couple of food vendors and actual uh, different types of vendors there. And uh, we are still looking for sponsors. So if you want to help out, I would love for you to help us out. Are some of you, are you working with similar artists from the first time in 2022? Are you going to be getting a lot of those guys back? Yes. I wanted to really, uh, a lot of local bands to Mm -hmm. help kind of promote them and then just bring us all together. Um, The main thing, the reason I do it is to kind of build a community, build, you know, unity. We're in a time right now where, the world's just crazy and we need more positive in it, not negative. So this is something that I've been putting together, just trying to build something beautiful. I did uh, 21 years in the army and it did a number on me and being part of the reggae community has really helped. And so I want to be that extended hand, be that that helping hand to others um, and try to just build something better and for, cool. for all of us. But yeah. I will have a, we do have bands coming from Colorado, Florida, um, California. I even have one coming from Canada. Oh, wow. So we do have um, from all over, but we have a ton of Texas bands. Well, that's very cool, Angela. And thank you for your service uh, as a veteran. Thank you. Um, May 16th through the 19th, 2024, Rebecca Creek Campground in Spring Branch, Texas. That's kind of... South is that south of? It's near Canyon Lake, right off the Guadalupe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you you should it's know. Me. You're a, <laughs> you're a bobcat. <laughs> and uh, Angela, uh, our our co-host Rachel went to um, Texas State, so she's a bobcat. Knows that yeah. area. Right up the road. <laughs> nice. Well, I lived in Wimberley. I should know exactly. that. Area. I should yeah. know that area. I mean, over there. everybody's been to New Braunfels and enjoyed <laughs> all the touristy things. So yeah, it's yes, well, yes. sounds like it's gonna be cool. So, tell what, tell about ask about the venue. Like yeah, we, the Rebecca Creek Campground. What's great about it is this the second time you put this event on? Yes. Okay. The nice. first time it was at a a more it was a different campground. It was a Rebecca Creek campground, but it was an HOA campground. Okay. This year we're actually doing it at the bigger campground. Um, they'll have RV hookups. We have a couple of glamping. Um, I believe the bunk rooms may have been sold out, and then we have tent camping. So it's a lot more to work with. We'll have two stages. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff in progress right now. Nice. And last year, how many attendees did you guys have? We had about. It was the first year, so we had about. 80 to 100. Nice. Well, what what were some of the bands that you had before? Because I I have a couple of recommendations. If you're not, you probably have bands already booked, but I was we wondering. Do. We have, I believe we have about 17 bands signed up already. Wow. Well, I was wondering if you ever heard, just from the Texas reggae scene, if you ever heard of the Raspas from Harlingen or the San Antones from San Antonio or I have. River City Royals I have. in Austin. These are bands you probably know. Yes, I do. Um, we are bringing, so, so far, uh, some of the reggae bands. We have uh, Phil and Aubrey from Houston. We have uh, Sergeant Remo and the Vibratones. We have Razai Dre and the Jedites, um, Solfaya, uh, mm-hmm. Ka- uh, Kaya Katora, the Contra Bandits, Crucial Rhythm. Um, we have a lot. Most of them are ones that supported us year one when um, it was just to see, okay, Ken, is this something that, you know, we can do. Wow. Well, it sounds really cool. It it sounds exciting this year. Uh, Reggae Under the Stars presents four days, three nights of camping and music with more surprises. Uh, What's the cost for a ticket? How affordable is this? You got four days to camp out and hang out. It's a beautiful time of the year to do that in early May. Mm -hmm. So Yes. So 
with uh, camping, like a regular tent, you bring your own tent, um, you get all of the music, all of the after hour parties. We're going to do meditation and yoga in the morning uh, if you choose to. Um, I'll have some people there talking about the medicine, um, how psychedelics help with mental health and all of that. We'll have different classes. And then um, on Sunday morning, I plan to provide a family breakfast before everybody goes home. And that would be roughly about, it's 125 plus tax. But I tried to use a different website to take some of that fee off of um, the people buying the tickets and putting it more on me. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's actually a very good price for um, what you get out of it is so much. Um, yes, so are you going to have like food trucks there and um, stuff like that to accommodate or do the campers need to come prepared with their own um, supplies? You can cook if you choose. Um, we are going to have a couple of food trucks. I'm trying to lean more towards um, Jamaican or mm -hmm. um, Pacific Islander type foods and then um, maybe have something that's going to be more cold like frozen drinks just because it will be a little bit warm. Um, so we will have some food trucks, vendors. I have some tie dye companies that have show, um, signed up, and just oils and just different different stuff that's going to be out there. Well, Angela, you ought to, um, you know, we we have a lot of smoke shop owners that tune into the program or pick up the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. So it might be good to you know put the word out to some of those smoke shop vendors or even glass blowers and things of that nature. They yes. seem like they would be a good. Booth sponsor. I'm sure the uh, the uh, community that supports reggae and 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 uh, certainly the Texas cannabis community will will be glad to come out and support an event like this. I would love that. I definitely am looking for um, a glass blower. That would be amazing. I want to make this experience just beautiful for everyone. I want them to have a good time and walk away just feeling you know, full, like their cup is full. Talk about when the music starts on day one. And then like you told me about day two is kind of starting with some alternative ideas you have in the morning before, uh, as breakfast gets going, uh, she has a, I think a yoga meditation going on early in the morning on this day two. Tell us a bit about the music when that starts on the first day and what you got planned for the rest of the weekend. So on Thursday, you can come in um, between one and two, set up, music will kick off at, uh, we'll do like a little cheers, hey, I'm glad everybody's here at 5.50, music will kick off at six, and it'll end at 11.30 for um, stage present, and then after that, it'll go into the night jam sessions after our parties. On Friday, we'll do yoga and meditation in the morning, um, and then music will kick off at noon and end at 11.30. We will have day passes for Friday and Saturday only, but camping's where it's at. You're going to get after-hour parties, jam sessions. Um, it's more of an intimate setting. You get to kind of talk with everyone around, including artists and um, stuff like that. Can I bring my own little car? Uh acoustic guitar and, and like can i build yeah. a fire out there and like i love doing that kind of right. stuff you know bringing yes. bringing out bring it bring the guitar and and, <laughs> and hang around and your dog i saw a picture of a dog on there <laughs> well, is that's it my pet baby. friendly or <laughs> yeah yes it is pet friendly um we only ask that people keep their dogs on leashes but i'll have my two babies with me um it is pet friendly kids are 12 and under are free um yeah, there's many different options. If you go to the ticketing site, I have it broken down what you would get per package once you click on it. But if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and um, let me know. I'll, I'll 
try to answer it as best I can. If you go to the bottom of the website, I do have a Q&A down there. If there's something down there that you feel like should be added, let me know. I will add that to it if it's something that you feel like most people would ask. And Well, let me get you. Let me get you to fire off your Instagram and your Gmail so folks can reach out to you, Angela, and and learn more about Reggae Under the Stars and maybe hit you up. Uh, You can DM her on on the uh, Instagram. Fire off of the details so people can get in touch with you, learn more about this. Sure. So my email is reggaeunderthestars22 at gmail.com. And if you just uh, go under Instagram, it's reggaeunderthestars. It's the same for um, Facebook. Facebook. And I also have uh, the links on the website. If it's a little bit easier, you can go to the bottom and just click on the little Facebook icon or the Instagram icon, and it should take you right to it. And then what's the website there, uh, reggaeunderthestars.com? It's reggaeunderthestars. Um, I couldn't use the because it was already taken when I bought the. You know <laughs> okay, <how it> <laughs> so reggaeunderstars.com. And uh, May 16th through 19th this spring, Rebecca Creek Campground. It's very beautiful out there in that time of year. Uh, definitely uh, uh, it's something we want to want to go check out. And, and I look forward to hearing a little more as your your sponsorships get developed. And I'll try to help refer a couple of uh, folks that way for you, Angela, as well. I think it's a good yes, thing what you're please. doing. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there she goes, Angela Helt from Reggae Under the Stars. And uh, we wish you the best this spring and keep me posted on how things are going for you. Um, we'd like to maybe do an article on this in April before May so we can help you plug attendance and get all that going. So we, we'll do a little article for you as well, Angela, as that's coming that's up awesome. this spring. So we'll be in touch there. So stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back. We're going to come back on the other side of the break uh, with Carrie Hinkle from the U.S. Hemp Roundtable will be joining us here on the other side. Texas Hemp Show Podcast 155. Let's see if we remember how to do this damn show. Be right back <laughs> after this, guys. You can pay the sound with the Is that all you get for your money? Zar is a premium cannabis company in Texas. As Zar, we assured that the, the quality is great for all of our products. Highest quality is super crucial. We always joke with our customers, hey, don't buy your sushi from a gas station, and you shouldn't buy your CBD from a gas station, right? It's all about quality, what the extraction process is. We're partnering with those types of companies, those individuals who maintain high-quality hemp, as well as high extraction processes and this helped ultimately our clients confidence and that's what we want to provide. SAR's mission is to help out our veteran community, our our active duty members to destigmatize cannabis and just help our communities uh, one consultation at a time. Isn't this chance worth it to improve your quality of life? Because that's what we do here at SAR. We truly put people first. Welcome to SAR where people come first. The Texas Hemp Reporter is your leader in hemp and cannabis news for fellow Texans. Covering legislative news, alternative product reviews, health, retailer profiles, and celebrity interviews. Cannabis products are growing in availability and in more improved flavors. Ask about your brand being profiled in the magazine. Learn how your products can be featured in the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine and how you could be a guest on the Texas Hemp Show on ESPN Austin. 
Did you know that the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine is available absolutely free at over 700 CBD stores and smoke shops across Texas, Dallas, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio? Can't find a magazine? Read each issue online at TexasHempReporter.com. For over three years, the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine has educated our readers with news and culture about this amazing plant. For more information, email Russell at TexasHempReporter at gmail.com. That's TexasHempReporter at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. I am just a cowboy Lonesome on the trail A starry night A campfire light The coyote call And the howling winds wail So I'll ride out to the old sundown. Hemp Show podcast number 155. 155. Gosh, that means we'll be over 200 by the end of the year. Right near there, I guess. Close to 200. Uh, welcome back to the programs. Uh, thank you again for Angela Helt and her service uh, serving in the U.S. Army and then telling us a little bit about Reiki Under the Stars. That's going to be coming up in May. And that should be a lot of fun. And she was a lot of fun to hang out with out there at the uh, Hemp Harvest Festival. She's just got a really sweet, groovy vibe about her. And I just wanted to really, you know, help her out some and kind of get behind the push there for her event. So very cool. Uh, our next guest, Carrie Hinkle with the U.S. Hemp Roundtable, uh, joining us here on the, st- uh, the show. Um, the... Uh, we met him there at the Texas uh, second annual Texas Hemp Summit in College Station uh, just uh, last December 9th and 10th. I think we was about the when that was, and he was in town, gave me his card, picked up my card, kind of introduced himself to Carl and I as we were there recording some of the, the, the entire event there. But um, Carrie, with the U.S. Hemp Roundtable, I believe he's based in Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, I guess no doubt Carrie was coming into town to learn a little bit about uh, what's going on down here in the South, down here in Texas. He had to get himself a little um, touch up on what was going on here in the Lone Star State. Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show podcast number 155, Carrie Hinkle, U.S. Roundtable. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm happy to be here. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun down there in uh, Texas Station, College Station. It was the first time I got to be down there, um, you know, uh, the, the Alyssa and, and Shada and the great team over at Texas Hemp uh, Coalition, they've come to D.C. and they've come to our lobbying days before in the past. And the last time we were there uh, in D.C., um, you know, they were talking about their event. They're going to be putting it on. And, and, you know, they were just asking, had I ever been to Texas? And, mm-hmm. and I said, well, the only place I've ever been was El Paso. I'm, I have one of my best friends lived there. And they just went all <laughs> up in arms. Like, oh, my gosh, you haven't experienced Texas. You you don't know what you're missing. And and so they, you know, they sold me on, on College Station and the event. And, and I'm glad I went. It was good. 
it's good uh, to speak down there and meet a lot of good folks. Did you so, get a chance, to, Carrie, to go to the Dixie Chick Chicken the uh, night before? We Some of us had I, a beer I and some chicken. Steak. I did see the snake oh, okay. in, in that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I, I'm, I'm glad my college bars didn't have snakes like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hanging out with Alyssa and just some of the board members there on the on the on uh, at the coalition, and they said, uh, I think it was Alyssa told me, Russell, don't leave this bar without trying the beef jerky. And so I went and I bought like $30 worth of beef jerky. <laughs> it's not cheap to buy that, but it was so good, man. It was like a, a meal just eating some of that jerky, that, that beef jerky, but great food, great event. Um, obviously you wanted to come down and check out what they had going on with the coalition. I know that Shada and Alyssa were up there in Washington and the girls uh, kind of have gone up there to see policy uh um, and talk to lawmakers there in D.C. Uh, you're obviously part of that, of uh, uh, representing uh, not just your state, I imagine, Carrie, but but you know how things are developing. As you you know, you guys are with the U.S. Hemp Roundtable. So, uh, what did you guys uh, go over there when that last trip to Washington? Yeah, so we've been around for for about a decade now, the U.S. Hemp Roundtable, and and you know with our roots here in Kentucky and our general counsel Jonathan Miller, he he was a former uh, elected official here in the state, statewide elected official, and so um, in in 2014 um, we worked with then uh, Ag, Ag, uh, Ag Commissioner Jamie Comer to help develop the hemp pilot program that went into the 2014 Farm Bill, mm -hmm. um, and, and then we went you know again with the roots here in Kentucky, we we leveraged our relationship with Senator McConnell to to lobby and ad advocate for hemp legalization fully for, for several years after the 14 Farm Bill. And of course, that came to fruition at the end of uh, 2018 um, with the hemp language that was added in, the, in there. And, and so, you know, we, we started with a, a bunch of small companies in a basement. And, and, you know, we've now grown to a national presence that's been, um, you know, r really uh, had a, sh a direct impact in shaping hemp policy laws and le legislation around the country now. Um, our members make up some of the largest companies in, in the industry, uh, many of whom have, have been with us this whole time. And um, it's it's a cr crazy, crazy world of hemp policy, um, <laughs> you know, especially at the state level right now. Um, you are just seeing new bills get introduced every day that are taking a different approach. And, you know, we, we kind of liken it to um, whack-a-mole. It's just every day a different state pops up and it's like, oh, my gosh, where, where are we going now and, and what, what's going on? And, and a lot of times these lawmakers are, are uneducated on the way they've written a law. Does it make sense or inadvertently sweeps in non-intoxicating products into, you know, an adult use market? Um, and, and again, this is all at the state level. And this is all will culminate again with, with the, the next farm bill. And, mm -hmm. and our big priority there is is getting CBD regulated as a dietary supplement and food and beverage additive. So yeah, um, you know, we've got I don't know how long we're gonna have for this radio show, but I feel like I can talk to this for hours. <laughs> well, well, I saw on the website, and Carl might pull it up again, but there is a part there where it discussed, the, and he had it up briefly there, where there were several bills that you're watching on the federal level, um, and it was starting with Senate uh, Bill. Um, 2860 urge your senators to support the Safe Banking Act. Uh, there was the one you mentioned as the CBD as a dietary supplement. That's um, uh, 2451. You've got about five or six bills listed on here. Um, regulate food. So is 1628 different? Th how is 6128 different than 2451? Both dealing with yeah. CBD as a dietary supplement, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, but one's on the Senate and one's on the House side. Um, gotcha. The, the Senate side being led by Wyden and and uh, Morgan Griffith uh, and, and Angie Craig. 
uh, from Virginia and, and uh, Minnesota, respectively, are, are leading our House bills. Um, so, okay. uh, and they've been reintroduced in, in House uh, in previous congressional sessions. Uh, it was HR 841 in the last Congress, and 1629 is the one that we have now that that has the most traction. But um, you know, I don't know if you or your listeners are familiar with with Schoolhouse Rocks. Um, but, you know, the, the, yes. that, that old version of, of getting a bill introduced and passing the two chambers and ending up on the president's desk because it's just not how things work anymore. And so, um, you know, we understand that process and, and unfortunately how that sausage is made. And, and so our main goal is to get uh, ideally 1629 or, or some version of it attached to the next farm bill when that passes. And so we advocate for, for additional co-sponsorships uh, every day in, in Congress and in, in meeting with uh, lawmakers from around the country and um, so the, the idea there is that when you add more co-sponsorships, when you add more um, bipartisan support, which which our bills and, and our issues typically have, um, when you go to the negotiating table, when it goes to committee markup and you're in the quote unquote back rooms, you, you, you know, you can show that this has 45 co-sponsorships from, you know, members in 20 different states that, you know, it's split down the middle in, in bipartisan support. So um, that, that that's where the work in, is really important in, in showing uh uh, the, the additional support that we need um, um, to get this issue passed, because you know we, we've got members that that had contracts in hand from folks like Pepsi that said we're ready to put CBD in our drinks, but you know goes through the legal process, goes through the checks and compliances, and they said there's no federal regulation on these products yet, so we can't take this to market. So um, we believe with just simple guidelines and guardrails in place that you know you, you, your existing fish oils and turmeric and those types of products if they're implemented in cbd it's a it's a free economic stimulus package for for the industry because amazon target and walmart and all these big box retailers and brands are going to start carrying our products i think in a lot more and and you know folks like my grandma who is like you know what what, what is this crazy product you're, you're selling you know i don't i don't want weed in my system right maybe if there's some 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 guardrails in in the uh you know uh, i guess if the government says it's okay maybe more folks like that will will adopt it too so there's an increase consumer confidence but there's also an increased uh, availability from from big box retailers uh, that would be carrying them very nice. exciting yeah it is and you know on your website i see on the um navigation menu it says state action and you can actually click there and see a map of the united states and click on um the orange ones and be led to a page that tells you how you can take action um, on important issues that are unfolding. So um, could you kind of talk a little bit about that? Yeah, your federal yeah, action yeah. center. I saw that earlier, too. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, there's a federal and a state, and I think that's very useful. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'll tell you, you know, the, in, in helping impact change, there's you need a combination of public and private pressure. So a great example that just happened in December was in Ohio, which, um, you know, uh, after the cannabis uh, law passed and, and it was, you know, a voter-led initiative, right, um, I, I think a lot of folks that are following just traditional cannabis would have seen that they were trying to implement new laws that the voters didn't approve, right? But in that same process, they were trying to regulate and um, outright ban, honestly, uh, uh, D8-like products. You know, the governor in Ohio just doesn't like it. And, you know, somebody told us that he, he saw a sign on the side of the road and, and, and you know, is up in arms about Delta 8. And, and so what, with the, but the way they wrote the bill was not only would, you know, traditional products like CBD that weren't going to get you high in the first place, those would only be allowed to be sold in dispensary channels, but also topicals. And and that's it doesn't make any sense. No one's eating a topical to get high. So, again, it was just a really poorly written bill that didn't make a lot of sense. And 
would have hurt small businesses in Ohio. And so, one, we engaged with the lobbyists on the ground there who, who talked with legislators and, and bill sponsors and, and helped educate them on, on why it's wrong and, and, and uh, advocate for a more sensible approach like what we've gotten past here in Kentucky. So that's the private aspect to it. But the public, which is what you highlighted with the State Action Center, we need up getting like 1,500 uh, emails written in the matter of three days to Ohio legislatures to wow. legislators and um, our lobbyists on the ground said, yeah, I'm in offices every day. And they're telling us, yep, no, we got 30 emails today or 40 emails today, you know, from uh, and getting calls. And, and so that combination, you know, they are interested in, in themselves and they want to keep their, their job mm -hmm. and their job is to make sure constituents are happy. And, and so when they, when there's a loud enough voice that speaks up, it, you can't have an impact. It just happened in December and we're going to need that this, this session, because it's just, again, like I said, every day, a new state, it pops up. And yeah. So I know tomorrow we're going to have, I think six more states that go on that state action center tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah Texas it, is cool. um, definitely in the spotlight right now. We're the plant is under attack here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we mentioned yeah. earlier what our attorney general was doing, you know, here going after some of the led. They're going yeah. after the municipalities to maybe to, to for making these laws in their communities, uh, you know, and, and uh, so, Carrie, it's a little frustrating sometimes when uh, um, our, our lawmakers are still, you know, taking that you know two steps forward one step back yeah. it's been just a challenge here in texas and to get so that unfortunate for people like um ground game texas that have been just really um you know boots on the ground in these communities making change happen and getting these initiatives on the ballot and then whenever they pass um you know every the voters are happy <laughs> and then they come behind and just try to ruin it all it makes no sense well, that's more of a related to cannabis than than just the hemp side. And I know we'll stay on topic with Carrie, but mm -hmm. but uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll ask him about the, the National Farm Bill. Then we got the second round of that's coming up and regulatory issues. We'll talk about livestock and uh, reducing burdens on hemp farmers. There's some other couple of things we wanted to address. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be right back. Here's the schoolhouse rock. How a bill becomes a law. Our guest, Carrie Hinkle. We'll be right back. Texas Hemp Show. Well, I got this far. When I started, I wasn't even a bill. I was just an idea. Some folks back home decided they wanted a law pass, so they called that. Well, they should let me be a law. That they will, but today I am still just a bill. The Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by your friends at CBD Pros USA, your cannabis experts. Right now, you can save 50% off any one product if you mention the Texas Hemp Show. That's right, 50% off anything on the online store menu. Nano tincture, watermelon gummies, our Brio Drip moisturizing cream, any single item, 50% off. That's CBD Pros. CBD is present in more significant quantities in hemp than marijuana. And because it's non-psychoactive, CBD is widely regarded as the cannabinoid with the most health potential by researchers. If you'd like to learn more about CBD and our products at CBD Pros, you can read our education page and browse some of our products to learn more. Visit CBDProsUSA.com. That's CBDProsUSA.com. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. 
Milan Wellness is a proud sponsor of the Texas Hemp Show and has earned a reputation for creating future-minded CBD and Delta innovations. From broad-spectrum CBD to a wide variety of recreational products, Smilin offers the best experience while matching the needs of consumers across the board. Are you a fan of edibles? The Smilin connection of in-demand hemp-derived goodies are bursting with flavor, fun to consume, drive long-lasting results, and provide just the right amount of cannabinoid doses. Check out the variety of potent Delta 9 Gushers, Delta 8 Chocolate Malt Balls, Space Rings, and Nerd-like Candy Clusters. Smilin has also unveiled a new line of functional and euphoric mushrooms that provide powerful and pure solutions to nurture the body and elevate the mind. Stay tuned for the biggest launch of the year, Mushroom Life. Go to SmilinWellness.com, S-M-I-L-Y-N Wellness.com. This is Ricky Williams, and you're listening to the Texas Hip Show. Hook Everybody, happy Groundhog's Day. It's the Texas Hemp Show, podcast number 155 this week on the show. Our guest, Carrie Hinkle with the U.S. Hemp Roundtable, will continue our conversation with Carrie. The magazine comes out tomorrow, Rachel. It, it, I don't know why it never fails. The magazines drop from San Antonio always on a Friday, and our shows are on Thursday, so we always miss the magazine the day before we do the show. But uh, Carl's sharing with uh, with uh, our, our viewers uh, a preview of the, the February issue that's out and uh, coming together. So a very cool, colorful-looking issue uh, with our friends at Canazip up in New York sponsored that cover. We're excited to bring that out. We'll talk a little more, more about the magazine after we turn Carrie loose. But let's jump back in here with him. And, and what are you looking for that will improve the market for farmers, consumers, and, and just really a, a broad stroke for, for from what we've learned since the last round in 2018? Yeah, it's it's uh, remarkable to look back at, you know, the five years after that, that bill that was passed in 18 and this yeah. market and the products that have popped up. At the, you know, it's just... Uh, you know, at the time we were we were pushing, it's rope, not dope. You know, and to, to now see where where that's gone, it's it's crazy. You know, I even remarked that the Texas Coalition of it um, that you know Delta Eight is 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 red state weed, right? Because so many of the, the red states have legalized. So um, we we've, they found a way to get the products out there. So um, yeah, in in respect to the the farm bill, um, you know, of course it was supposed to pass last year, and and that things uh, as was most things in Congress. Nothing got done, so they've extended it to September 30th of, of this year. Okay. Um, and I will say, um, and anybody that works in politics will, will let you know that it's not going to pass on September 30th. Um, again, uh, a month and in, in a week or so outside of the presidential election. So, um, at our most recent members event, we had some Senate and, and congressional offices uh, on, and uh, somebody from Senator Wyden's office, I think, made a really good point about what what to anticipate from the farm bill, and that's if. Um, 
the the Senate and the House stay the the control stays with each the, the Democrat and Republican Party, and, and we stick with a, a split uh, uh, control. That the farm bill will probably pass during the lame duck session. So right after the mm. presidential election, mm-hmm. we'll probably get you know the draft text that that's been worked on now for years. That that will probably be be passed with with a few tweaks here and there. Um, but but if either one uh, either chamber flips and and one side takes control, um, um, it might get delayed a whole nother year. And and the idea there being that. Um, um, now that if they get both control, you can get more of the interest that you want to, to get passed. And rather than, you know, working on a bipartisan solution that they'll probably have to do if it stays the same, you, you, you can have a, a little bit more control on, on things that might get included in that large, uh, uh bill. So, um, you know, for, for our purposes, I, I, I guess we're hopeful that st- things stay the same and, and that, and, and this is all irrespective of, of who wins the presidency is just the Senate and the house that control. So if it passes through, um, in the lame duck section, like, like we're hopeful, um, of course, like I mentioned earlier, the big priority is to get CBD regulated as a dietary supplement. But there's another couple of aspects, too, is, and one is would be to raise the THC only in the field to 1%. So we're not talking about raising the yeah. THC percentages in a finished good. It's it's simply that farmers that, that, that you know, you know, that, that grow a crop that, that can be um, um, unpredictable, especially in a new industry, if it spikes to 0.4, 0.5%, it's just madness and craziness. Yeah, that would burn. be huge help for farmers right. just to get it at 1%, just to bring that to, you know, the, the, that help out a lot of guys yeah. with, with that. That lame duck session that, your party talk, talk, that you're talking about late in the year, you're talking like that's the, the December era, uh, you know, at post-November, you, you know, that's really before the holidays, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, and but there's so much stuff that gets passed during that lame duck session mm-hmm. that you go back and look. That's just the time when be, when people are leaving office and coming in, and for whatever reason they, they deem that now's the time because there's no more special interests or no more negotiating. This is this is the time to, to pass mm-hmm. the bills if you want what you've been working on for years to get passed. So um, th- that's what we're anticipating. But um, you know, anybody works in politics knows you can't be definitive on anything. So you know, <laughs> who knows? What are your thoughts on all of the cannabinoids and you know as the recreational market for hemp derived products has really taken a life of its own, you know, since like you said, rope for what were you saying in 2018? The slang was rope. Not, it's rope, rope not, dope. not dope. Yeah. Rope, it's rope, yeah. not dope. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the industry has really spoken, uh, um, you know, the, it's driven innovation in, in a lot of ways, hasn't it Carrie? And, and, and what are, what are your thoughts, you know, at the round table as we, uh, you know, got another five minutes with you here, but what, what, you know, what is your thoughts on just how the adult side of this market has really uh, turned into a kind of a, a fun roller coaster of uh, innovation? And we have a lot of these products, you know, here on our show, uh, ranging from gummies to, uh, I mean, I got one that's a coffee that just got sent to me the other day. This is a CB. This is a hemp derived uh, coffee, instant, no instant coffee. Okay. And, 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 uh, uh, but just it's just amazing all the things you know, Carrie, that have have uh, you know uh, turned out. And I just thought I'd get your kind of your your thought on the recreational side of the plant here in the last five years. Yeah, sure. No, it, yeah, it's crazy. And before I got this job, I used to work in a CBD shop and run it and expanded it and, and did that for several years. And uh, I remember working right at the height of COVID and, and D8 was the lifeline to our business. And, and it mm-hmm. has been for so many folks and especially farmers that, that got burned after the, the spike of 2019 and, and people not paying them. So, I um, mean, you know, it's been a, a lifeline to the industry. Um, you know, we advocate for and, and 
I think most companies that that we that do business with your show and, and others, uh, you know, we advocate for sensible regulation. So yeah. you know, here in Kentucky, for example, it's 21 and over, you know, make it with grass standards, you know, generally recognized as safe and, um, you know, uh, proper labeling and uh, uh, whatnot. But ultimately, it should be available for retail sale, you know, so um, that's that's where we are as a position as, as an organization is, is uh, you know, just let's just make this the right way, but not ban it. We don't need to, to go back in time and we don't need people getting criminal penalties for these products anymore. So, um, you know, people want access to it. And like I said earlier, especially in red states where they don't have access to cannabis right now, the hemp industry has innovated and found a way to, to get people and, and patients and consumers the, the products that they want and need. So um, it, it is crazy, though. It is wild. And, and it and what's happening, too, is, is as I've referenced before, these legislators start to write rules that don't make any sense. And so you get a state like New York that's got a ratio limit that's really limiting and you can only have one milligram of THC per pack per serving per package. And so you're you're eliminating products that have been legal for years that do absolutely no impairing aspect to to a consumer at all because somebody sold a gummy that had 500 milligrams per per gummy in it. Right. And so the few bad actors are starting to hurt the larger industry. Um, that, that is certainly a problem that we have to navigate through. But for the most part, um, um, we as an organization are, are advocating for sensible regulations. And I think most good companies in the, in the industry are, are, are you know, aligned with that position. So, but again, it, it, it's just a whack-a-mole crazy situation. <laughs> and I, I feel like I could talk about it for, for, for hours. Or well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I wanted to ask too, is how far away do you think that we are from further investment in industrial hemp operations? Uh, I know that there's Panda Biotech is in North Texas. They're trying to get a mill going up here. Uh, but, you know, we want to see more expansion for fiber, uh, plastics, Rachel, funding for these larger industrial operations uh, that are just basically untapped industries. When or how long do you see the timetable before we start seeing capital coming in more for, you know, the industrial side of the plant, uh, Kerry? Yeah, it's a good question. And, and you know, we know uh, Panda Biotech, they're on our board and, and you know, mm -hmm. we've, we've met with Toyota and, and uh, Patagonia and, and, mm -hmm. and Condor Brands and we know all those big players and a lot of them tell us it's just gaps in the ecosystem right now. So, um, you, you know, uh, for example, with Patagonia, when they want to replace um, the, the cotton in their clothing with hemp fiber and hemp cotton, right, or they need it to, to fit the the aspects in, in uh, um, the details specifically as cotton is. They just want to put it into their systems and keep it going. If it's not cheaper or it's not better, they're not interested in it just because it might be better for the environment just from a business perspective. That's where they're at. So they have to get a lot of that product shipped in from China that's been uh, the genetics have been tested and tried for 20 plus years now. So, um, you know, a company like that needs uh, the the entire ecosystem of the of the fiber to be expanded upon, tested, proved. You know, there's I think degummers right now that in the hemp fiber mm -hmm. world that aren't fitting the 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 aspects to the the cotton and the fiber that they need to to just mix and match and, and play. So it it's a really long play. Right now, and especially talking with a lot of the larger companies, that's where they're at is, is it's just that there's too many gaps right now. There's not enough trustworthy uh, supply to fit right into the, the to the, uh, you know, the clothing and the other things that they're doing. Um, it's in, but it, it is advantageous. You know, there's another bill in, in the House that would eliminate uh, uh, background checks for farmers. 
Um, so right now, you know, you got to go down and get your fingerprint tested and, and you know, have a, a background check on you. And if you've ever met a farmer, that usually the last thing you want to go down uh, to the courthouse and, and get their fingerprint scanned. So um, there is some <laughs> regulatory relief that, that could happen for farmers there, too, uh, from a federal perspective. So, um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're encouraged uh, by it, but it, but it feels like in the short term, it's all the policies on the cannabinoid side of things. In the long term, you know, I think the the success of the industry will, will really be propped up by, you know, buildings and cars and clothes that right. will have hemp in it. You know, the 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 prospect and the, you know, what you can do with it is is a larger long-term play on that side of things. Yeah, maybe uh, several more uh, legislative moves. Uh, maybe we may be talking farm bill number four. Uh, here down the road uh, before we get to some of that with biofuels and but but we'll get there uh, sometime in the next you know few years we hope but uh, uh, fire off the website Carrie how can listeners learn more about the U.S. Hemp Roundtable get involved from a state level or a national level with you fire off the website email address um, newsletter anything you want to plug special event that you've got coming up here this spring as as we start to get into 2024. Yeah, absolutely. So it's hempsupporter.com. We've got a free newsletter that goes out usually every Friday that will alert you to different bills that are happening on the state level. Um, it, I think it's a really, really valuable free newsletter, especially if you're running a, a small business to understand where the, the legislative landscape might be headed. I um, mean, if you're shipping across state lines, it's really important to, to understand where, where these bills are going. So just signing up for the free newsletter, I think will get you a lot of value. Um, we launched a new program called Hemp Supporter Plus, which for 100 bucks for the year, it gets you a, a few webinars and a few uh, early sneak previews to the to the bills that we typically share with the public. And and of course, if you're interested in joining as a member, you can reach out to me at carry at hempsupporter.com. Um, uh, that's my email or you can reach out to the website and, and I'll get that as well. Um, if you're for your larger company looking to have a play in, in hemp policy, um, we, we welcome all, all to the table. So, um, and thank you again for having me to the show. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, no, really, really uh, good to get your perspective uh, from this on a national level. Kerry, K-E-R-R-Y at hempsupporter.com is his email. I may join the group and or this newsletter opportunity thing because I think that getting uh, getting more information is always, I'm always, I'm on every dang thing I can get my hands on, you know, as a news uh, publisher. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested in maybe joining joining that i'll be in touch with you on that can we get you maybe back on the show later in the year closer to maybe um you know october when things kind of start getting heated up for the november election i think it'd be good to get your take on things uh uh from a bipartisan uh standpoint but we'll see where uh things lie and uh, as we get into november later in the year i think it'd be good to check back in with you as things heat up on the political race carrie yeah, yeah, I'm I'm only an email away, Russell. So I'm, I'm always happy to jump on and uh, and talk all things hemp policy. It's it's what I do for a living. It's a lot of fun. So well, let, let me ask you: When's when, are we? Yeah. When can we get you down here in Austin? Uh, you guys got an event coming up? Uh, well, we've got a there's a there's a big one coming up with our friends at Grow House. It's for um, South, South by South Southwest. South by yeah. Southwest is coming up. Uh, have you had the barbecue in Texas uh, down here yet? Do you do you need? Well, an event? you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Austin itself, I think, is the event, right? Uh, <laughs> the reggae under the stars Southwest. coming up in May. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> reggae under the stars. We could get you down here for 
uh, for that as well. Uh, as uh, I don't know what I was thinking. You're right. right. <laughs> get you to get you to come hang out with Angela and, uh, and us down here in uh, May. But uh, no, good stuff, man. Thank you for being part of the show. I'm, I'm so glad to learn more about your organization. I'm very honored that you came by and said hi to us there at the Hemp Summit at, at Texas A&M and and dropped the card by. Uh, maybe we'll do a you know a, a get a get some kind of a editorial from you down the road or do a profile on your organization in the magazine uh we are launching monthly this year with our publication it was six every every other month for the last three years so this year uh, we'll be looking for more content throughout the year and uh be obvious it'll uh, be a great thing to just chime back in with you here in a few months as well so yeah, yeah. when it comes to hip policy there's there's no shortage in, in content i'll tell you that there's always <laughs> something going on so that's it, right it's Well, very cool. Thank you for uh, being on the show this week. We'll take another quick commercial break and we'll come back and talk a little bit about the magazine on the other side. It's the Texas Hemp Show. Thank you again to uh, Carrie for being on the show. U.S. Hemp Roundtable. Check it out. HempSupporter.com is the website and his email, Carrie, K-E-R-R-Y, at HempSupporter.com. We'll be back. Podcast 155 rolls on. This is the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be right back. Left you on my own arm, so it's sin. I've got to leave before I start to scream. Cause someone left the door and took the key. You feel it all right? Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Doubt. to the Texas Hemp Show podcast number 155 rolling on as our first show of the year recording on the first but airing on the second so happy Groundhog Day for everyone so if that's why you got to hear some of that old goofy Groundhog Day music from the Bill Murray classic Groundhog Day. So great show with Angela Reggae Under the Stars. That's coming up May 16th through the 19th of 2024. Rebecca Creek Campground there. That's a beautiful area out in um, Comal County. It's Yeah, it's uh, Spring it? Branch. Which, yeah. yeah, it's close to Canyon Lake. Yeah, it's out Comal County area near south of Hayes County. But uh, that ought to be a great time. We'll follow up with Angela at Reggae Under the Stars. And then a special shout out there again to Kerry Hinkle, U.S. Hemp Roundtable. That was a great conversation with him as we learned more 
um, uh, about some of the national bills that uh, are coming up here in 2024 or may change in 2025 by the time things get passed through. But let's just touch on a couple of news items with us. We are working on what, – what have you been up to? You went to that comedy event. Yes. Uh, tell us about that, and that's a story that's on the website uh, we published the other day. Yeah, so um, the Texas Smoke Connection is a you know smoke shop here in Austin, and they have a, an shout event. out Stony, yeah, my homie. <laughs> they have an event space in the back um, where they've started doing. They do a lot of events, and actually, it's so cool because the one of them that's coming up is um, it's like a four twenty um, like breakfast cereal morning wake and bake party, and they have like a <laughs> cereal. Right? Yeah, you could um, come and indulge. And uh, but the the event that I went to that we talked mostly about in the magazine is the 420 comedy nights that they're doing every Wednesday, and it's a stand up comedy event. And there were some good comedians there last time. Um, and their goal is to kind of just make it a venue where comedians can come. And you know, mm -hmm. Austin, it's a really thriving um, you know as far as the comedy, comedy scene goes. It's starting right now. to really come yeah, together. Yeah, and so there's just a lot of aspiring comics here and it's like you know if the, if downtown is full of performers that night they want to be the spot well let's go over here and do some comedy so it was just really fun and I would highly recommend it. they do it on Wednesday nights I believe it starts at 7 or you can sign up for the open mic at 7 and then the show goes from 8 to 10 and again it's 420 friendly so you can just sit there and partake and where, uh, tell off, tell folks where that uh, venue is because it's actually across the street from where we started the podcast at Takeoff Terminal Studios on yeah. 183. And it's right down there by where that old Callahan's was on 183 <laughs> South near Montropolis uh, yeah, over there or it, Montopolis area. That's just yes, down there. It's east. Um, yeah, it's over. It's actually right next What's to... What's the street called that it's on? I know that. Thompson Lane? Yeah, Thompson Lane in 183. It's yeah, right it's there. Yeah, it's right next to an adult uh, video store, which was funny. One of the comedians um, brought that <laughs> into his joke and stuff. So, um, so, And they just have a lot going on and coming up up there, and it just seems like they're trying to do a lot um, and grow a lot. And they started doing their events at the Yard TSC last year, so I think it's just really starting to catch on. One of the cool things they do um, mm -hmm. for local performers is um, a mic drop night where you could pay $50, like say you're in a band or something, you could pay $50 to do play a song like one to three minutes and their in-house team will um, video it and edit it and um, they even have like, they have a nice stage, all the lights, smoke machines, um, and they'll make you a cool little like music video for fifty dollars. Hmm. Right, I'm like. So I called over there. Well, I was texting Stony the other day on Messenger, and he was like, "Yeah, Rachel's here." It was Wednesday, like yeah. the night of the. So you've been going over there on a couple of Wednesdays. I've only been once because okay. I did the story. That's when I learned about it because I'm scrolling through Instagram, and I was like, "This looks really fun and really cool." So I hit him up because I'm like, "This would be a great fit for a story." And um, then I'm like, I'm going to go to the next one. It was just like a few days later. So um, <laughs> me and three friends, we headed yep. over. We had a lot of fun. I want to go back. Texas sure. Smoke Connection down there on mm -hmm. 
what, Thompson, Thompson Lane, Lane and, and 183. Yeah, and there's another place called The Yard in Austin, so not to be confused with The Yard. It is that's The Yard the dog TSC. Park. That's the dog park on Burnett Road. I know yeah. that. I know where that is, too, but not yeah. that's not the same place. But um, uh, Well, very cool. What else is on the website there? Pull up our website just because that's the, the story that she's referring to, Carl, is on uh, the top right corner there, uh, just to plug that. So that's what she's referring to is the high flyers club yeah the high flyers club really is kind of just the overall umbrella kind of movement that the owner of the texas smoke connection has launched and you they have a facebook group that has like eight thousand members you can go join it's a private group and it's just a safe space to talk about 420 friendly topics and yeah you can scroll down yeah. a little through there carl but it's uh that's sean and then stoney works with sean and sean's the owner and so um, we may go down there and hang out and do something with them. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're going to have something fun over there for 420 as oh, well. I'm sure. They, they and, always, yeah. they've always got some. We're, we're going to keep on those guys. I'm going to get Sean to advertise. One of us is, or you are. One of us. Whoever is I told him, you guys, people need to know about this. You got to <laughs> yeah. get the word out because um, they're doing like markets and just all kinds. Of yeah, stuff. they got some cool stuff going on. Stony said, I, I, I was going to go over there last week. But it was real rainy, and I just said, well, you know what? I'll just go and see him when the new magazine comes out, which is out tomorrow. So the new issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter will be available to pick up uh, here on our February issue. That'll be dropping this weekend around um, Austin. You'll really probably start seeing him around the state uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, when by the time everybody starts getting those um, delivered. Uh, but... Um, well, what else? But maybe we'll we we're talking about bringing the show back to ESPN in the spring and late February. I'm thinking like around the 20th, uh, after football season is officially over, mm -hmm. post Super Bowl, um, we'll do a six month run with them and try to stay on the air with them from uh, March 1st through the end of August. And then when football season comes back, that's when programming kind of shifts around. So we're looking to. Um, you know, get the get the podcast back on the airwaves here in Austin with uh, our friends over at uh, Waterloo Media. Um, what else is going on? We're looking to see the magazine do a monthly change. We're at the point now where we feel like we can go ahead and, and report on the news every month, which I think will actually be more like 10 issues a year. It's real slow in January. And um, so I don't know if an, if we'll have a January issue every year, but we usually come out with that December one, and then we'll kick off in February. So it may be t 11 mm -hmm. that we try to pull off. But, you know, in the old days, we were always a monthly magazine when we were doing uh, the weird, weird magazine for many years. There. I know. So, it's so exciting to be at that point. Well, we're, we got more, we've got where we got more content, and there's more, we're more knowledgeable about this after four years and mm -hmm. than we were when we started, and it just didn't. We didn't. It didn't necessitate, you know, to have it every month. But I think there's a lot going on now, and and the culture is certainly ripe for that uh, move. So, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna try to get out uh, one every month for everybody here moving forward. So that's exciting. Um, what else? Uh, what else have you been involved on? Congratulations again to Carl. Yeah. Had the baby. He's giving us girl the thumb. Dad. Girl, girl, <laughs> dad. He's giving us the thumbs up. So congratulations to him and uh, Shelly. And then um, what's going on with you? Anything else? Uh, any other events that you've got coming up cooking or anything planning? Um, you know, I really need to figure out how to get tickets to the South by Southwest event from Grow House. Yeah, um, they did it. Last year they had a thing where you had to 
you had to like register to get on the list. Yeah. It was a hot item to get to go to that. Mm-hmm. And it was a real nice venue downtown, one of those buildings. The promo's on Instagram. Nice. A great I'm job on Patrick and Liz, what they do over there is it, very cool. And uh, if you haven't seen that promo, check them out. Check out their new promo for that. It's got the drone flying downtown Austin right there looking at. Anyway, really cool stuff what they're working on. So Yeah, and um, just South by Southwest in general, you know, they have the cannabis track now and the psychedelics track. So um, I don't know. I might try to go check some of that out. Well, it's a very cool time of the year, uh, March, just to be, you know, involved with anything in Austin. It's it's March. is You got the crawfish and the music and and just things start really heating up uh, as uh, as the fun begins in in the, the city of austin around that time of year so a lot of fun things coming up for march then we'll be working on our april issue kind of uh, salute saluting to the 420 culture uh in um in, in april uh and then uh things coming up in the may will be of course the may 16th through 19th at the Rebecca Creek Campground is our friend Angela over there at Reggae Under the Stars. So that'll kick off a whole bunch of events that we'll we'll keep talking about. Summer and then it's just on. (laughs) And then the fall, we have Dalton's event, the Texas Cannabis Roundup. He told me is August 1st is the date. Yeah, moved it up a little. So so mark your calendars. We'll keep uh, keep keep listening to the show. We are back. We did take a hiatus after the Christmas break, and uh, but we're glad to be uh, back here in the saddle, bringing in the show. So next week on the program is our friends over at Caprock Family Farms. Really? Yeah, Caprock's going to be on the. They're cool. They got yes. their and they have a podcast of their own. Yeah, it's called the Best Buds Podcast. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen. It. I need to check <laughs> it out. Look, I'm going to yeah. start watching that before we get them on. But a uh, very cool show. Thank you to Carrie Hinkle from the Roundtable and, again, Angela Reggae Under the Stars. Good show, guys, and uh, we're glad to be back in the saddle. We'll see you next week with another show, uh, Texas Hemp Show. So good stuff. Good to see you, April. Um, uh, good to see you back here in the seat, hot seat, uh, Rachel. Uh, it's been a while. Everybody took a, took a break there. So uh, uh, we'll get some content cranked out and, and have some fun. Look for the magazine next week. I'm Russell. She's Rachel. We'll see you guys next time. Texas Hemp Show.